This podcast was recorded before the Orioles season came to an abrupt end Tuesday night. That said, today's show addresses a great season, what went wrong and what went right. And on next week's show, we'll go into more details. We value your feedback on social media and look to include your thoughts into next week's podcast. Hello again, good people out there in podcast land. Welcome into the Adam Jones podcast. I'm Jerry Coleman. He's Adam Jones. We're presented by the Baltimore Banner. He's, of course, the five-time MLB All-Star. AJ, today in episode 50, we'll be joined by former Orioles pitcher Tommy Hunter, who I don't believe ever wore 50. Adam and I are also going to catch up with the Banner's social media guru, Paul Moncano, and we'll get to socially speaking, where you can qualify for an Iron Rooster gift card. All you have to do is correspond with the show via social media. Adam's in the U.S., for a little bit. I'm sure no travel issues getting over here, right? <laughs> ah, man, I know they looked at me at my American passport trying to get through Rome back to the States. And it was like, hey, hey, uh, I don't know if you guys uh, know, but we beat y'all butt in the Ryder Cup. So I'm going to support Europe right now in the Ryder Cup hat. Uh, Where, where's my Ryder experience. Cup hat? What happened to hey, my Ryder Cup gear? Dude, crazy story. I swear. I'm at Rome. I'm in, I'm in there. I usually take a carry-on because... It's easy to travel, but I got a bunch of stuff. I got you stuff, but I got other people's stuff. So I'm like, all right, let me check my bag. I'm there 90 minutes before the flight. We get and we land at, at back in Barcelona. I'm wondering, why are we 20 minutes early? Not one luggage was loaded onto the plane. Not one piece of luggage was loaded onto the plane. And I, that's my only question. I know sometimes the weight and some things get thrown off, get pushed to another flight. I understand that. But not one piece of luggage was on the flight. Somebody got to get fired for that. But luckily, I was able to uh, was able to get it back. Emails back and forth. I think some uh, some tweets. I think those generally do work. Yeah. Uh, but I was able to get it back. So next time I make a trip back to to America, I will bring your Ryder Cup gear, and it will be all good. But woof, yeah. what a what, what a wild turn of that airline you tag won't be sponsoring the podcast. We're good with that. I they do want to not. mention, though, uh, you have become a jinx when it comes to throwing out the first pitch at Oriole Park at Camden Yard. You're now 0-2 this year when you do it, not to mention the ball to Mullins was a bit outside and high. Um, I mean, I'm, I, I think I'm just a jinx in general. I'm a jinx in general. I just said they have not played – they've not got the Ws when uh, when I've been in attendance. Um I need to just sit at sit at the crib and watch. I need to just be at the crib and and watch. And uh, but no, man, a little bit outside, a little bit up, and then you know I get that get to see JJ just pump a strike in. I'm like, dude, you were used to throwing the ball to the catcher. I was used to throwing the ball to you. So hey, you know, it's a little bit different. But no, it was what a what a good experience, man. The energy Camden Yards needed that again. They needed yeah. that energy, and the fans were there. I know. The first uh, game one and two at home were not the results that they wanted, but the energy was the result that was needed. And it was great to be a part of it. You could tell, and you know, we're going to bring in Tommy Hunter to talk about it in just a moment, but the playoff atmosphere is so much different than the regular season. It's night oh, and day. It's night and day. I mean, just walking up to the ballpark, the, the, the tailgates, just the energy in the city, the energy at the local vendors, whenever you just go to, uh, and just any event, I was able, was able to golf with some of the Ravens corporate that you set up. I appreciate that. And everybody at the event, you know, I'd say probably 80% had on some sort of, uh, of 
Oriole gear, you know, either a hat, a blazer, a, a, the polo, something. Because and that and this is Raven season, obviously, because it's football season. But no, when it's when the Orioles are playing well, this atmosphere in this city is fully, fully behind them, and it's just great to see because obviously it's been missing the last couple of years because of playoffs. But it, it's I think the fans realize that we have a really, really good team now. And we're going to have a really, really good team down the road. And that's the most important thing is understanding that we're going to have a really good team down the road. Just a lot of frustration when you can't deliver that big hit in the playoffs. And unfortunately, we've been through that before in Baltimore. That's the way baseball goes. It's part of it. Yeah, man. I mean, you look at like the Braves, you you look at the Dodgers. These are teams that have been in the playoffs year after year after year after year. And, you know, they got one. The Dodgers, the Braves of the 90s, they got one. But they were there all the time. It's like... It's it's like, would you rather be there all the time? It's like, and and win one or never be there. And just there, it's, you know, I mean, some fan bases have just been tortured uh, getting to the playoffs and then losing. And then some fan bases just don't get to the playoffs. So it's like, which one do you want? I'd rather be in the playoffs and always being able to roll the dice rather than never get a seat at the table. Agreed. All right, you and I have played enough grab ass. Let's bring in <laughs> our featured guest. He is brought to us by the great folks at Jimmy's Famous Seafood, where we had an awesome experience at their tailgoat. What a hell of a party that was. Oh, was really he is nice. Tommy Hunter. Good to see you. What's up? Big What's game, up, Tommy Hunter. How are you? Doing well, man. Thanks for having me on. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you on. Now, I think oh, I made geez. a really good early impression on you during your career and Adam, I don't know if you've heard this story. You were another part of the clubhouse probably, but I walked in. I've been covering baseball at that point for probably two decades, and I asked Tommy, I said, Tommy, are all the pitchers, are their lockers located right here around where you are? And he looked around the locker room like, what's this dummy asking me? And I don't (laughs) think that's the word he used. He's like, yeah, the catchers are over there. The outfielders and first base and infielders are in that part of the locker room. And the pitchers are right here, genius. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do. I do. It was uh, that. I mean, it was, you know, just kind of one of those, uh, you know, <laughs> awareness questions. I think, you know, like you just sometimes don't need to ask. But, you know, if you just look around, open your eyes up a little bit. <laughs> I was new to it. So I'm, I'm used to the sarcasm of baseball. So we're we're pretty hard on each other, and like I just kind of brought that to the media as well sometimes, and you know, unfortunately, you just caught the first shot. Yeah, well, you did a great <laughs> job, an excellent job of making me walk away and feel like a complete ignoramus. So oh man, you, you do a good job of that yourself, Jerry. Mission, mission, mission accomplished. Then yeah. right. he, he does that well for himself. Big time, Callahan, baby. How you been? Uh, I'm good, been, man. Freshly, freshly off the off the game. Um, I don't know Fresh. if you put. In, I don't know if you put your papers in yet, but I know that. Hell of a career, hell of a run. Getting called up in 2010. I remember getting to Texas. Everybody said, "Hey, watch out for this big time Callahan kid. He's got a sinker, cutter. I mean, you led the led the uh, the team to postseason. But how you been freshly off and knowing that you know what? Look, it. I don't have to work out no more. I don't got to get my wing loose no more. I just get to embrace my family, my kids. I got some money in my pocket and just get to live life. Man, it's different." I will tell you that. Um, but I couldn't be happier, uh, where I am, you know, just in life. It's, it's a, it's a good spot. Um, they, uh, they always talk about, you know, when it's your time to, you know, call it quits. And I wasn't ready for a little while. It was like that, you know, dragging on type of situation, but you could still play. You just weren't as good as what you used to be situation. And now, Hey, I'm, he gone. 
(laughs) So it's official. um, uh, It it is actually probably right here right now is the first time I've ever said it. Um, So breaking news. uh, Yeah, it's um, I haven't sent in the papers yet, but I'm soon to do it. Uh, But yeah, I am my I'm washed up officially. But how does it make you feel, though? Like knowing that like that, just that that saying, because in the last, I'd say, 10 years of the game, you've seen a lot of guys not leave ceremoniously to the game. A lot of guys still want to play, still want to get into workouts in, but they don't get an offer. They like just guys that are, we know them still that are still trying to play the game. How does it make you feel knowing that? Like, look, it, I gave it all, man. I like I literally got no more. My and that's I, for me, it was like. Thank God. Like that, that was my Japan. Yeah. I was like, thank God. Like I'm, I'm not going to be running up, running poles and heels to try and get a minor league offer and still try to play. How does that like liberate you? Like just mentally. I'm, I'm telling you, man, I wake up every day and like you were saying, you don't have to go make sure you're working out. You don't have to wake up every day and, and feel like, damn, I have to do this again. Right. Like every single day. Uh, you know, it, it's a, it's a freeing, it's a, an accomplishment that you can kind of look back, pat yourself on the back. But, you know, coming into this, uh, my wife and I, Ellen, um, we talked about, you know, just making them rip the Jersey off your back, uh, making them take tell you that you're done. And that's kind of like what I did. And I could have stopped three years ago and still been just as happy, but, um, you know, getting the boys back to the games a couple of times, seeing the, uh, my youngest my youngest one um watching you know him run on the field that was special um and it's something nobody can take away from me because coming back from back surgeries and trying to trying to you know see if you still had it after those kind of injuries that's that's a different you know that's different you know back surgeries coming back at 35 36 years old is you know so i had to I did it more for my kids the last probably three years than I did for myself. Um, so I'm happy I did it. I'm happier that I'm done. As far as, uh, yeah, so, so is Adam. You guys can start golfing and doing whatever you need to do, yeah, traveling the world. Sure. Uh, watching the first couple of games of the playoffs, you've pitched in the playoffs. Uh, the walks have really hurt the Orioles. The two strike hits they've allowed. Uh, pitching in the playoffs, we were just talking about it before you came on, just playing in the playoffs. Different world, Tommy, right? It's a different ball game. It's louder. It's the, the I mean, everybody watches every pitch in the playoffs. Uh, there's nobody in the clubhouse. Um, you know, during the regular season, it gets, you know, relaxed, a little monotonous. Everything's the same every single day. Playoffs, man, it is very, very, very different everybody's locked in and every pitch you're exhausted at night you go to bed as soon as you get home um i mean the 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 mental toll that the playoffs take on you is something different that you know a lot of people don't talk about they just talk about the atmosphere they talk about you know i mean but the atmosphere is something different too especially in birdland um that was the loudest game i've ever played in my life delman young hits the bases clearing a double off a of soria right against mm-hmm. Detroit and single-handedly the loudest game I've ever played in, um, I've ever been a part of. And that's, it's something special. And hopefully, you know, like these guys, which they probably will. I mean, it's, these, this Orioles group's pretty special. Um, you know, I got to be there a couple weeks ago with uh, Jonesy during the one day, one day celebration, one day contract. And 
you know, the clubhouse is special. It's the same thing, you know, like we got to experience a little bit while we were there and, you know, they're kind of going through the same thing right now. They got a good group of kids and, you know, they're, they're playing ball. So being young, you were in the, you know, your first couple of years, you're in the World Series. Like, you're not getting a taste of the, no, you got the, you got the full filet mignon as like, who's guys that you leaned on and take experience because you're, you're a college guy too. So you didn't like high school guys are a little different than college guys. You've been around some big situations and, and key moments playing college ball, but getting into pro ball and then immediately I'm in the World Series. Like, what? Like, how was those emotions? And like, you know, for a young team, like, how, if you can relive those those emotions, how do you think they feel uh, about that? About what they're going through? Man, I remember talking to uh, Mitch Moreland out in the outfield one day, and I was just telling him, I was like, man, I'm exhausted, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't ready for this. I mean, I can't even. We were. It might have been uh, the championship series, and we're out in the out in the outfield shagging balls, and it's like man, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. Like I am, I am exhausted and we still have, you know, two more rounds to go to win this thing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things you're never ready for until you experience it. Uh, you're never ready for, you know, the, the, the emotional roller coaster that the playoffs are. You're, you, there's nothing like it. There's no way you can explain it to somebody to where they would have any sense of understanding of what it is. I mean, you just can't. There's, there's nothing like it. And that's the thing is crazy about baseball is once you get there, the only thing you want to do is get back because of the adrenaline rush, the, the just everything about it is that much more special. And even, even to, you know, your seasoned vets, I mean, it was my, it was my first like full season and, you know, we're making a, we're making a deep playoff push. Uh, I had I had a lot of guys around me, Ian Kinsler, Mike Young, Josh Hamilton next to me. I mean, it was we, we had a pretty special group in Texas, uh, made it a lot easier for me, uh, made it a lot easier for a lot of the younger guys. Elvis Andrews was there. Um, you know, there, we had a young we had a we had a young mix as well. Uh, Neftali Felice was closing. It was a rookie of the year candidate. Uh, Elvis Andrews had just finished, I think, second, maybe in the rookie of the year the year before. Uh, so. I mean, we were, we were young, young. Derek Holland was there with, um, I mean, it was a, it was a real good mix of old and young, kind of like similar to another team I got to play on, um, you know, where there were a lot of up and coming guys and, you know, Machado and, uh, Jonathan scope. I mean, there, you know, we had a, we had a mix as well. And I think that's, mm -hmm. you know, where the fun meets the experience type of situation, the novice meets the, you know, the veteran, and you have to have that kind of mix of, you know, kids that don't know what they're doing and are just going out there and playing baseball. Like, you know, they're going to get two little two red tickets at the end of the game to take to the concession stand. But then you also have the guys that have been there for 12 years that have grinded their, you know, ass off to, to be there. And it makes it from a perspective uh, point of view in a, in a locker room that much more special when you have so many different like age groups, uh, you know, life experiences, life, what they're experiencing in their life now. Like, I mean, I was, I was 22 years old doing that, and, you know, 23 years old. And, the, and these guys have four kids. I mean, I'm not, even, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not thinking about that. Like, you know, and you know, you, you ask them questions, they ask you questions a lot, um, you know, like going through all this stuff and, you know, at the time, how much, how much, how much, 
playoff experience did you have before the before the uh, Orioles deals, Jonesy? None, right? No minor leagues. So yeah, so that's what you have to fall back on. So you're experiencing the same thing that somebody else is experiencing with less life experiences than you, less you know up and downs of baseball, and that's what makes this game of baseball so special. Is you have longevity, and then you have this just new energy that comes and brings life back into the old folks. You know, the thing yeah. about Texas is it's been 40 years since the Orioles last won a World Series. Texas, they've never won one, as you're well aware. They were one out away. They were very close, this close, but have never won at all. No, no, they didn't. They were really close. That second year, that second year was close. <laughs> Uh, you know, no doubles. It's it just it happens. It's it happens. It's we're playing no doubles, um, and the ball still gets over his head. And it's crazy how the game the ball bounces, man. And uh, you know, yeah. hang, hang with him. <laughs> I mean, you know, how about let's let's even talk about something crazy. The Kansas City Royals had 13 infield hits that series against us. I'll, I'll never forget it. Thirteen infield hits in one series. I mean, Damn, that that's that's that's, oof, a, that's that's hard. So, that's hard to do with our defense, right? That's hard to you're do with our defense. About, but we didn't talk. Manny about, wasn't there, but it, there's no our, our defense was great, and it's hard to do without our defense. Our defense, our defense was 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 good enough to, but hey, they won. That's facts, and you know, unfortunately, um, I wasn't able to you know be on a team that finished it, but. You know, I got to experience a lot and had a lot of fun and moments that, you know, I'll cherish forever. So the last couple of years you were in New York, you were with uh, you were with Buck. I want to talk about the energy of like just this new era of game. Obviously, New York is the top energy there, you know, when it comes to the city, the fans, expectations. Um, how was that with just the energy of the city living in New York? A completely you're not a you're not a city guy. OK, you want to be out on the farm where you can see the next town, big old water main. That's where you want to be at. How was it like the transition to being in the city with all these damn noises and taxis all in your damn head every morning? I mean, New York's a different breed. I, I will say that. You have to, uh, you just have to accept it for what it is. Um, I, I loved it. I loved, uh, you know, the, the food there, Jonesy's a foodie. Oh, yeah. I'm a oh, foodie. Yeah. yeah. The food there is incredible. The uh, the experiences like with family life there is incredible. Um, my you know the wives love it. Uh, so I mean, there's there's good parts about it. Coffee shops were legit, um, but we lived so we lived um, east. Uh, so we stayed away from it as much as we could while we were there. I mean, I. As much as you like visiting New York City, living there is on a different level. And we took the the we went out to the, <laughs> the Long Island approach, uh, and we stayed we stayed on that side. Um, it was quiet. We lived right on the water in uh, a nice little apartment out there. But it was uh it was fun. I mean, I enjoyed it. I I loved it actually. <laughs> I mean, showing up every day and uh, you know it's any clubhouse is going to be just like any clubhouse. You're never going to, you, you, the guys, the guys in baseball are just, they're special. It's like any clubhouse, any sports mm -hmm. realm you get into uh, clubhouse culture is something that, you know, you can't really duplicate just like anything else in sports, like playoff atmosphere. You can't, you can't, 
make that up somewhere else. You have to be there to experience it. And clubhouse life is the same thing. But living in New York, I will never do it. Um, you know, I just, I just won't. I can't. I can't handle it. Um, it's just not for me. Different strokes. And I stayed – I stayed my big old ass way out, way out of way. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't like that city life either. We've got more of our conversation with former Orioles pitcher Tommy Hunter, breaking big news here on the podcast. But first, let's salute our loyal and dedicated sponsors. Hi, guys. Oriole Hall of Famer and ambassador to the baseball warehouse, Mike Bordick here. We are honored and excited to help support the Adam Jones podcast. The baseball warehouse has four locations in Maryland and two in Pennsylvania. We specialize in private instruction, camps, showcases, charity events, Badgers baseball, and one-of-a-kind events featuring current Major League players and Hall of Famers. Our instructors have all played collegiately and professionally, many of whom have reached the major leagues. Check out thebaseballwarehouse.com to learn more and check us out on social media. Also, make sure to check out Orioles Hall of Famer Rick Dempsey's Baseball Warehouse opening in Columbia this October. Yeah, it's October 8th from 1 to 5 p.m. I'll be there with many of my former teammates and I want to see you there. The Adam Jones Podcast is brought to you by Jimmy's Famous Seafood, Charm City's favorite crab cake destination. Local sports fan? Experience the ultimate pregame party at the tailgate. Cheer on the Ravens with iconic live performances, an open bar, and mouth-watering eats. Can't make it? No worries. Bring the same food that caught the attention of the Food Network right to your doorstep. Shipping East Coast recipes nationwide. Jimmy's Famous Seafood is the official sponsor of the guests appearing on the Adam Jones Podcast. And by our friends at the Weinman Company. By Hollywood Casino Perryville. For some, it's a game of chance, but for you, it's a game of choice. Hollywood and Barstool are bringing you more ways to bet in Maryland. Catch all the action in person at Hollywood Casino Perryville at the Barstool Sportsbook or bet online with the Barstool Sportsbook app. When you download the Barstool Sportsbook app, register and wager, you can get up to $1,000 bonus cash, plus up to $1,000 when you sign up and wager in person at Hollywood Casino Perryville. Play from anywhere and get up to $2,000. The choice is yours. Must be in the state of Maryland to wager and over 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. By Jack Daniels, two legends, one can. Jack and Coke, the number one cocktail in the world, is now available in a can. Yes, that's true. Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey, mixed with Coca-Cola or Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, are now both available in a can. Two legends, one can. Jack and Coke, ready to drink? Please drink responsibly. Whiskey specialty, 7% alcohol by volume. Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey, Lynchburg, Tennessee. We continue with our conversation with former Orioles pitcher Tommy Hunter right here on the Adam Jones podcast. Let's get back to it. What was Buck like, though, uh, managing again in the Big Apple? You've been with them in several places. What was Buck like as the Mets manager, where uh, unfortunately it's no longer the case? Yeah, he was I mean, he was fine. I, I think I think after having grandchildren, I think that changed Buck a little bit. I think it made him a little little softer, um, you know, he still did all the same same mannerisms. I mean, it's the same same. He still had his hand in his front hip. He still had, you know, that little that. Yeah, I mean everything exactly. <laughs> he he's coming to get you. If he walks out there. There's no talking that man out of it. Uh, but, and but I mean, you know, he his family life changed, um, and I, I think that changed him a, a little bit and a lot of it actually, and mostly for the better. Uh, you know, that sometimes, uh, you know, like, like I said, different, different life, uh, stages that, uh, it, it, you can, you can see it, 
I mean, he was he was tough when we were in Baltimore. I'm not going to lie. He was tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe that team needed it. Um, you yes, know, like that's that, you know, so I love him. I love him. I love everything he brings about it. Uh, there's no, nothing that'll change my mind. I mean, that man, um, has sent me down multiple times. He's done, <laughs> done me dirty. I felt like a couple times, like, but he's also been the first person to give me a hug. Um, so I respect him for everything and anything that he's done. Uh, he, uh, he puts, he puts everything else for the team above, you know, individuals, including himself. And I don't know, I can respect that. And I like him. Dude, I love, I, I always said this, I love playing for Buck. He, he gave us accountability. It's like, you're a grown-ass man. Oh, yeah. Go do your job. Like, be in, in, like just do your job. And you know, I said, it, it could be it could be his time to just go and be a grandfather. And, and you know, I remember when uh, – his daughter had the first first kid, and you could just see it, and like, like he more was more relaxed. He, you know, I remember we had a party at his house, and it, like he let us in, and I remember talking all day, and it was like, hey man, he's getting soft on us. He was like, yeah, we got him now. Yeah, we got him. We got him. We got him now. And but that's just human nature. He's not fifty anymore. He's you know he's mid sixties, and you know to spend time with his kids and you know I, I wanted him to win a championship i think that was the legacy factor i still think he's all of fame manager um but i just the, the ring was a part of it but again i don't think that the ring is going to necessarily justify or put a stamp on the greatness in which he's uh he's influenced a lot of players myself all throughout the game front office people the accountability that he created in baltimore was second to none when jerry you was there so long it wasn't the same it wasn't like that beforehand Nope. Do you think he's retiring, guys, like you are, like you two? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> no. He can't. He can't. He can't get away from it. He can't sit down. He can't. He can't. I'm, am- um, I'm amazed he's not on a postseason uh, postseason TV right now. I'm amazed. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's probably had right. enough after being in that New York atmosphere fishbowl. <laughs> well, I think everybody could have enough there. I mean, that's enough for anybody at that point. But, um, yeah, I'm with Jonesy. You know, I don't think he's done. He wants to win. And, you know, if you want to win and you still have, you know, that itch and that urge to win, you know, people are going to continue to do that. And I think he's one of them. Well, while we're talking managers, Bruce Bochy obviously deserves a lot of credit. He's a guy that Texas brought in this year and really has turned that franchise around. He's already a Hall of Fame manager. I think you would agree, Tommy. Oh, definitely. And what about, the job, what about the job he's done? I mean, it's 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 tough to walk into a place and just you know have you know just and win. But I mean, he's got the players in in, in place. Um, you know, uh, what who's the GM there? We, Chris, Chris Young. Young. Chris Young. That's right. I mean, walking in, getting those signings that he got. Um, you know, it's a it's a pretty special group. Uh, made. You know, the, the trades that they made at the deadline, I know Max Scherzer's kind of – but Scherzer's a different breed. I will give him that. You know, and it'd be, it wouldn't surprise me to see him pitch in the postseason at some point. But, you know, they're going to be good for a couple of years. They have DeGrom coming back next year. Um, you know, they're, they're going to be a solid team. And, you know, to come in and win in Texas is – you know, it has, to be, it has to be fun there. I mean, I was – you know, having uh, the probably the second loudest stadium I've ever uh, been in was Nettali Felice striking out 
A-Rod to go to um, the World Series there. Uh, so, I mean, it's two franchises that fortunately I got to play with and fortunately, you know, got to make pretty deep playoff runs or a lot of playoff runs with one. And, um, you know, they're, they're going to be around for years to come. The Baltimore's really young and Texas has guys, has a, has a core that's you know going to be there for, for years and years to come. Hey, since you just announced in breaking news uh, that you are retiring, I already uh, tweeted it out, by the way. So it's out there. What, Fine, just, do it. Yeah. But uh, just like I couldn't resist. What do you? I mean, it's, I mean, it's obviously you. You know, it's a mental. We know what you know what the next chapter is in a in a way. But what do you really want to do? Do you just want to just go out and be free and go out and hunt as much as possible? Man, I've got uh, baby number four is due uh, first of November. Um, okay. We have a little girl coming, so I'm, I'm going to play dad. I'm, I'm going to, you know, we miss a lot as baseball players throughout yes, the year. Um, you know, uh, my family would come to and from the games, uh, you know, for home series as much as they could. Uh, but I'm coaching a eight and under baseball team right now. I've got two of the boys on that team. Got a two-year-old running around here trying to get in, trying to see what I'm doing right now. Uh, kids drop off, pick up, and then my favorite. Hopefully, hopefully, get a couple rounds of golf in between those uh, those hours right there. And then, mm -hmm. as soon as the boys get home, we're outside playing. Uh, we, you know, but I don't have any plans, and that's that's been a that's I think that's harder on other people than it is on us. Um, because everybody wants to know like what you're going to do. Like, I mean, it's, you know, including my wife, you know, like, what are you going to do? I mean, you can't stay here, but you can't have fun. Uh, so it's like, you gotta, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, I'm just going to go sit in my car. Like, I don't, you know, I don't know, I, you know like Walmart greeter, do something. Uh, but I just, I'm going to, no, I'm going to relax. Play I'm going gonna, gonna, to, I'm just going to play dad for a little while, man. And see where see where the cookie crumbles. See where it takes me. That's the best. Yeah. Well, maybe you'll yeah. start a podcast. We do appreciate Oof. you uh, coming on this one, and I know you've been yeah. following it from a distance. But we've been waiting yeah. to get you on, and you break news on the podcast and all that. So the good news is, now that you've retired, I won't have to come in and ask you stupid ass questions. Hey man, <laughs> I, I would take them though, and I'd still get the same smart ass remarks. I'm I know not, you would. That's I know you would. changing. Hey, great catching up with you. I got you no further questions, Your Thank Honor. You. All right, boys, you guys have a good one. Keep it right. Appreciate it. Thank you. All there right, he goes, you. Tommy Hunter, and uh, man, he's so fun to be around, Adam. Whether it be in a clubhouse or anywhere, I mean, you could be just oh, driving yeah. along a street with Tommy Hunter, and he have a story for you. We gravitated towards each other uh, when he got traded over in 12. Uh, yeah, and we just gravitated towards each other from day one. Big, uh, big energy, wants the ball. You know what I mean? When I found out he like he when I found out like he wants the ball, like that's when I, I trust you. And we rolled with it. I didn't ask him. What was that Callahan reference about? Oh, big time Callahan. Well, that was his alias on the road okay. uh, from Tommy Boy. So, you know, big time Callahan okay. here. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Big Tom Callahan with the Big Spurs. <laughs> the Adam Jones Podcast is brought to you by Effective Solutions, your one-stop shop for commercial contracting. Everything from excavation and site development to emergency remediation and restoration. Effective Solutions specializes in many forms of commercial and mixed-use construction, like leak investigation, framing, trim carpentry, insulation, drywall, painting, wallpaper, flooring, masonry, waterproofing, paving, tree removal, and much more. With a dedicated staff and a commitment to quality, Effective Solutions delivers every time. By G-Leaf, medical cannabis only. Visit gleaf.com. Medical cannabis is for qualified Maryland patients only. The Adam Jones Podcast is brought to you by Royal Farms. Download the Royal Farms app from the Apple App Store or Google Play today. New Royal Farms Rewards members will get a free any size cup of Royal Farms award-winning coffee just for signing up. Hey, Justin, keep an eye on the time. It's your night to handle dinner. No worries. Got it covered. It's great getting dinner ready with no worries. That's why I never waste time and go straight to Royal Farms. Their chicken is fresh, never frozen, hand-breaded, and cooked right in the store. Oh, wow, this smells amazing. I'm so impressed. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. And a reminder, if you guys are enjoying this podcast, make sure to check out the Baltimore Banner at thebaltimorebanner.com slash AJ to get started. Let's move on to our For the Birds segment. It's brought to you by our great friends, the folks over at the baseball warehouse, Paul Mancano, social media guru for the Baltimore Banner. Baltimorebanner.com is back with us. Paul, l- let's go back to last Sunday, and uh, because we have to, maybe one of the worst days in Baltimore sports history with the Ravens first collapsing in Pittsburgh, then the Orioles get a lead on Texas, only to see that fall apart. Uh, oof, it was a rough one to watch the local teams go down in flames. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel like that long ago that Baltimore sports was at its pinnacle. You had the Ravens winning, going out to a 3 and one start to the season. You had the Orioles winning 101 games and they clinched the bye and they win the AL East. And then just oh, what a difference a week, a week makes. It just feels like everything kind of turned on a head. Um, I do still think the Ravens, you know, they got a lot of season left. Uh, the Orioles, meanwhile, there's still a lot of hope going forward when you look at this team into the offseason, into 2024. Not that they're there yet, but, uh, you know, it's just crazy how different a week can can change things on its head. Paul, were you at the, uh, the games one and two? I was at game one, not at game two. How was, first off, my pitch? It but was terrible. It was still was that good. It was, it's it's my plate. It's my plate. It's my plate. I got to make sure that you get off. But that energy in the ballpark, you've been around the last few years. It's, it's not that energy is not there. That's an opening day energy. That's once a year. No matter. It always comes. But that energy pregame, just during the game, how I mean, that's what Baltimore needed. I said that on the Fox camera. I said Baltimore needed this in the baseball sense, not just the football sense. They needed it in the baseball sense. How, how did you feel that energy uh, in the ballpark? Yeah, absolutely. And you were getting them fired up before that first pitch. Yeah, you know? I was trying to. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the kind of energy that honestly has not in the ball been in the ballpark since you were playing into, at Camden Yards. Um, it's totally different. I was not there yet during the 2014 uh, season. I started in 2016, so I only got to see the wild card game on the road in Toronto, which we won't discuss. But the energy, <laughs> <laughs> the energy was through the roof. I mean, you could just tell on every single pitch. It's a shame that the team didn't get uh, a win for them at home, 
But to see the fans that engaged, to see honestly walking to the ballpark through Federal Hill at 9, 10 in the morning and to see people walking around in their Orioles gear, wanting to get in line, wanting to get to a bar to watch the game. It really hasn't been, it's, like he said, it's been there for the Ravens, but it has mm-hmm. not been there for the Orioles the last few years. And you can just tell the, the fans care a lot about this team. They know this team intimately. They've watched a lot of them grow up through the minor league system and get to Baltimore. And now that they're here, you know, it feels like some, a dream has kind of finally been realized here. And after all that losing, it just, it makes it that much sweeter to be able to be in a packed ballpark and to see a team. Yeah. And regardless of the outcome of this postseason, I don't think there's any doubting this franchise has been reinvigorated basically by the personnel they have, the front office, and of course the fan base. So look, I mean, the future is very bright as Tommy Hunter was saying. Yeah. Oh, no question. I mean, this team going into this offseason, there are a few teams better positioned than the Orioles right now. Keep in mind, they still have Jackson Holiday waiting in the minor leagues. That's the one prospect. Knocking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he could have come up in September had they had they not been in the middle of an AL East hunt. Um, He is right on the verge of of the big leagues. He could be maybe an opening day uh, candidate for them to, to break camp with the roster. And then they have one of the deepest and youngest rosters in all of baseball, plus the number one farm system. In addition to Jackson holiday, they could make additions in free agency. They could make trades from that deep farm system. And you just know that Adley Rutschman, Gunnar Henderson, these guys are going to learn from their playoff experience because they're still so young. This is their first taste of postseason baseball. College world series is one thing, but postseason baseball in Baltimore Texas is another thing. So I, I feel great about where this franchise is positioned going into this offseason. We don't give enough love to Brandon Hyde. Like, and I know, I mean, what a job he's done. Like, just just an incredible job, given all the circumstances, the whole rebuild. Now he is leading this group of men, like, Speak on speak on the job he's done over the last few years. I mean, behind the scenes, because he's not a frontal manager. He's not. An, an, he doesn't want the camera. He doesn't want the the limelight. He all he wants is the shake, the handshake at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's so interesting because the last obviously great manager that the Orioles had was the one right before and Buck. And hearing your conversation with Tommy Hunter, it was a different feeling when Buck kind of entered the building. It felt like all right, now this team is starting to turn things around. Now there's an energy and there's a desire to compete uh, in the AL East. Brandon Hyde has been here through some dark years. He didn't come in right away and be the the manager that's supposed to get this team over the top. He was overseeing some very difficult years and some rosters that were not nearly as loaded as this one is now. And he set the tone. I mean, there were some rough times along the way, but he kept the culture intact. And it's interesting because the teams that he was managing in 2019 and 2020 and 2021, you know, they didn't have a chance of competing in the AL East, but they were positive. They were upbeat. There was really never anything that you heard from the clubhouse about internal strife. And it feels like now that he has the players in place, that same culture is still there. I think he's going to be a finalist. He may win AL manager. Of the should year. win it. I'm done. Yeah, he should. Bochi's going to get a lot of votes too. Yeah. Yeah. Bochi's going to get a lot of votes. But yeah, but it's, it's going to be close. I mean, it, it, do you look at the talent that, you know, that Bochi had in the payroll and compare it to the Orioles and just the, the fact that he took this young group to where they are now, it, the, both of those managers, I think he could make a strong case for 
I agree. Uh, let's turn our attention quickly to the Ravens. They leave for London. They left already last Monday. Uh, Adam's going to be there at the game, by the way, for those going. Uh, everyone hoping for a better outcome than the last time when they decided to leave on a Friday for a Sunday game. Uh, I think every NFL team realized that was a mistake. I mean, but you're crossing the you're crossing the pond, so like, gotta get yourself out there earlier. That too, and uh, they're facing a Tennessee team, which is uh, you know not so great. But uh, as we were talking at the top, uh, a tough loss to Pittsburgh. So they need to rebound in London, where again the memories aren't so great. They're hoping to erase that. Yeah, and leaving on a Friday to get to. Uh, for a game Sunday, like you said, the time difference, the jet lag. We just saw the Bills struggle because they did the same thing. It's just not great. You need to get there. Oh, no. <laughs> I live international. You got to get up. As soon as I go back home, the first 48, I'm asleep. Like, you got to <laughs> go get out there. Yeah. I can't imagine getting up and playing a game <laughs> that jet lag, that tired. Um, so I think this Ravens team will be more prepared this time with all the time that they're giving their bodies to adjust. Uh, for Sunday's game. But yeah, what a tale of two halves in that Ravens game uh, last Sunday. They looked so good against Pittsburgh in the first half. Looked like Lamar was clicking. Everything was working. They had a a fumble early, but if they could just get out of their own way and then the second half, things just kind of fell apart. And honestly, I don't fully blame the defense. It's more just missed opportunities on the offense's end. Missed dropped passes, uh, missed plays, fumbles obviously so a lot of missed opportunities were left on the board i do still think talent wise this is the top or second best team in their division in the afc north when you compare them to the bengals who just won a game i think they're still a better team than pittsburgh but they did not play like it last sunday it'll be an interesting test because tennessee has had some good games they've had some really bad games like they did last sunday Uh, so we'll see how they match up and if they can keep derrick henry under wraps, then, you know, th- that's where the game plan starts for the Ravens on Sunday. Absolutely. Paul Mancano from the Baltimore Banner. Let everyone know where they can find you online. And I know you're always putting up videos on on a regular basis, sometimes four or five times a day. Yeah, you can check us out at All Banner Sports on Twitter. I'm also at Paul Mancano. But of course, you got to check out uh, our Banner Ravens podcast where Jonas Schaefer and I, we're breaking down the Ravens every Friday and Monday throughout the season. So wherever you get your podcasts, check out the Banner Ravens podcast. Great stuff, Paul. Thanks for taking the time and we'll catch up with you again soon. Thanks, guys. Let's head into our final segment. It's called Socially Speaking, Adam. It's where we answer a tweet or social media post. You can find us on Twitter facebook or instagram we haven't reached tiktok status like paul just yet at adam jones pod at adam jones pod i guess they're calling it x right now but this week's correspondence doesn't come from the x it comes from the ig as the kids call it i call it instagram ray underscore dorothy 14 writes Mm -hmm. via ig asking you adam because this wasn't for me which was a more memorable playoff experience 2012 or 2014. Oh, uh, I mean, it, I think it's it's it, it, this would go into. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you this question. Part of it too is, what's more important, the wild card or the division? The division, like the division. So we got in the wild card in 12. We won the division in 14. So 
I think the 14 winning the division, and we won it like sizable too. We won it by like 12 games. Like it wasn't even close. We went yeah. to New York and just like, we were like when Jeter had that walk off game, like it was great. We got to enjoy that as fans too. And even though we <laughs> lost the game, we was like, oh man, this is really cool to see you off, Derek. See, I mean, enjoy, enjoy Cancun. Enjoy watching the postseason. Uh, yeah, but I mean, again, he's. Well, yeah, he's well he did win a few. I don't want to. Hey, he might come back and haunt you later. Yeah, so let's right. not, let's not, let's not bring him up. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, but I think just the 14 when when we just when we started the season. Like, I think everybody knew this was our time. You can say what you want about the Yankees getting older, the Red Sox getting older. I mean, it just is what it is. But it was our time. I was getting older. We was all in our peaks of 27, 28. And winning that division, going wire to wire. Like, we were in first place the majority of the season, like. It was fantastic. It was great. And then the our fans knew that winning the division, especially how it's been so long, 17 years of winning since you won a division. It was 15 years in 2012 since we got to the postseason, but 17 since we won a division, the fans would like, they treated that division title that in just the same one that they wanted this year. Like that division title means something so much because of how the Yankees and Red Sox have beat down and won that division so many times. For us to win it again is amazing. Now, and to, we need to reel it off again because it's a hard division to win. Everybody knows. Yes. You get to the AL East, it's a hard division to win consistently. Um, you see the Astros win the West a lot. You see the Braves have been winning the East a lot. You see the Dodgers it, every year. It's like, who's going to get it? Who's going to get it? And for Baltimore and for me to be there for the first time in such a long time uh, with a whole brand new fan base also, was amazing. You know, you got all, I got all the 20 year olds that brought back, you know, bringing them back to baseball when they seen them watching with their, with their parents and they missed the postseason for so long and then bring back the postseason. That's why the popularity in Baltimore for myself and my group will always remain because we brought the division back. Now this generation is bringing the division back. And I was talking to uh, one of the, was talking to uh, one of the guys, the older, older gentleman, and he, uh, one of the Orioles Hall of Famers. And he said that we want this team to win so bad so that it's not a 40-year anniversary. And it's a 40 years. It's been 42 years. They wanted to go, okay, it was 40. We won in 83. Now we got a new, fresh. They want the, they want this new group, and they wanted us to win so bad so that they don't always have to be like, well, Cindy, you know, we, this whole generation has never seen a winner. They want that off that off their back also because, you know, for the old timers, they're tired of hearing it. Oh, it's great since you, you know, back right. in the day. We've entered they a new see, century. Exactly. We're in a whole new century, a whole new era. There weren't even cell phones back then. Like, we want it. We, they want so bad for this new group to win it because this, this new era, they deserve uh, a championship. And I think each fan base does. Like, they deserve uh, a, a new champ, a championship based on eras. Yeah, well, Seattle will have to wait a little bit longer. Yeah. All right. Uh, as in next year, as they say, almost every October. <laughs> All right. Do want to thank our loyal, dedicated sponsors. We salute them as always. Go out and support them. Hi, guys. Oriole Hall of Famer and ambassador to the baseball warehouse, Mike Bordick here. We are honored and excited to help support the Adam Jones podcast. The baseball warehouse has four locations in Maryland and two in Pennsylvania. We specialize in private instruction, camps, showcases, charity events, Badgers baseball, and one-of-a-kind events featuring current Major League players and Hall of Famers. Our instructors have all played collegiately and professionally, many of whom have reached the Major Leagues. Check out thebaseballwarehouse.com to learn more and check 
check us out on social media. Also, make sure to check out Orioles Hall of Famer Rick Dempsey's Baseball Warehouse opening in Columbia this October. Yeah, it's October 8th from 1 to 5 p.m. I'll be there with many of my former teammates, and I want to see you there. The Adam Jones Podcast is brought to you by Jimmy's Famous Seafood, Charm City's favorite crab cake destination. Local sports fan? Experience the ultimate pregame party at the tailgate. Cheer on the Ravens with iconic live performances, an open bar, and mouth-watering eats. Can't make it? No worries. Bring the same food that caught the attention of the Food Network right to your doorstep. Shipping East Coast recipes nationwide. Jimmy's Famous Seafood is the official sponsor of the guests appearing on the Adam Jones Podcast. And by our friends at the Weinman Company. By Hollywood Casino Perryville. For some, it's a game of chance, but for you, it's a game of choice. Hollywood and Barstool are bringing you more ways to bet in Maryland. Catch all the action in person at Hollywood Casino Perryville at the Barstool Sportsbook or bet online with the Barstool Sportsbook app. When you download the Barstool Sportsbook app, register and wager, you can get up to $1,000 bonus cash, plus up to $1,000 when you sign up and wager in person at Hollywood Casino Perryville. Play from anywhere and get up to $2,000. The choice is yours. Must be in the state of Maryland to wager and over 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. By Jack Daniels, two legends, one can. Jack and Coke, the number one cocktail in the world, is now available in a can. Yes, that's true. Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey, mixed with Coca-Cola or Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, are now both available in a can. Two legends, one can. Jack and Coke, ready to drink? Please drink responsibly. Whiskey specialty, 7% alcohol by volume. Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey, Lynchburg, Tennessee. By Effective Solutions. Your one-stop shop for commercial contracting. Everything from excavation and site development to emergency remediation and restoration. Effective Solutions specializes in many forms of commercial and mixed-use construction, like leak investigation, framing, trim carpentry, insulation, drywall, painting, wallpaper, flooring, masonry, waterproofing, paving, tree removal, and much more. With a dedicated staff and a commitment to quality, Effective Solutions delivers every time. Buy G-Leaf, medical cannabis only. Visit gleaf.com. Medical cannabis is for qualified Maryland patients only. The Adam Jones Podcast is brought to you by Royal Farms. Download the Royal Farms app from the Apple App Store or Google Play today. New Royal Farms Rewards members will get a free any size cup of Royal Farms award-winning coffee just for signing up. Hey, Justin, keep an eye on the time. It's your night to handle dinner. No worries. Got it covered. It's great getting dinner ready with no worries. That's why I never waste time and go straight to Royal Farms. Their chicken is fresh, never frozen, hand-breaded, and cooked right in the store. Oh, wow, this smells amazing. I'm so impressed. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. And a reminder, if you guys are enjoying this podcast, make sure to check out the Baltimore Banner at thebaltimorebanner.com slash AJ to get started. Thanks also to senior executive producer Chip Franklin for putting this episode together. Chip's a baseball savant. Just ask him. He'll tell you. It'll just take an hour of your time. Go out and subscribe to the Baltimore Banner. Be real. Be kind. And make sure to be back next week for another episode of the Adam Jones Podcast. (laughs) 